this is Wanda Lloyd. Welcome to this episode of our Two Old Chicks podcast. Well, here we are in, in another episode this summer. My, my co-host Tina McElroy-Ansa and I, are both we both live in Georgia, the coastal area. And I hate to leave with the weather, Tina, but it's been hot and steamy and it rains just about every day. Well, you know, um, we're both gardeners. So, you know, we, 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 don't, we don't curse the rain, but I do know that it has been a lot for y'all. But it's funny, we've talked about this before, about the weather pattern. You know, we have not gotten nearly as much rain. I would be talking on the phone to you, and I could hear the rain and the thunder, and the sun would be out here. So the weather pattern comes from the west, right? Comes east. Mm-hmm. And if there's a rain shower, if you look at it, it's, it's like magic. The rain shower goes south goes north to Savannah to you or down south to my little school girls in Jacksonville. And lots of times we don't get it. But in the last four or five days, rained every day, just like you. Just yeah. like you. Well, I'm yeah. just I'm just glad you have power because you were out without power a little while ago, just before we were getting ready to record Until this about podcast. Yeah, before <laughs> right. we started. Exactly. So yeah, that, yeah. That, that kind of that kind of surprised me, you know. We don't have a, a, a lot of outages uh, here. We have a power station around the, around the corner, and it gets fixed mm-hmm. pretty clearly. But you have a, you have mm-hmm. a number of them, but you're in Savannah where the, where the storms come through. Where the storms mm-hmm. come through. Yeah. Well, well I'll tell you, except for walking, I, except, I was going to say, except for walking Bella a couple of times a day, I'm just staying inside in the air conditioning because it's just, it's just way too hot. But I'm getting a lot of lot of rest. I've been relaxing in my recliner more, which you and mm-hmm. Shelby and others tell me I need to do and watching some streaming and uh, on my iPad and, and coloring, which is, as you know, my favorite pastime when I do relax. Well, you know, I was just uh, uh, listening to you and thinking how happy Wanda and her family and her friends are to hear her say she's that she's napping in the middle of the day. She actually sent me a, a text to let me know I've been lying in my recliner all day. I saw this movie and that one. I've been coloring. And don't forget your massage, Rwanda. I can't forget it. And Tina, I knew you were going to say that tonight. So guess what I brought with me? I brought my massage. You just, brought your massage. Just for show and tell. It's small. It's portable, but it's powerful. It really yeah. gets in there. Especially, oh, every, I was going to say your neck, but it's, it's portable. So you can use it all over your body. As a matter of mm-hmm, fact, if, they, mm-hmm. if, if the company sends us 10 of them, uh, we'll uh, we'll send the name of it on the show. <laughs> That's right. Okay, there we go. Because we have 10 friends that need them. In fact, as you know, I had a little birthday recently. Well, it wasn't a little birthday. But no uh-huh. birthday is little anymore. So I've been celebrating a little bit. And today I went to lunch with a friend uh, who took me to a birthday lunch and she had been in the hospital. She had some elective uh-huh. surgery and she's uh-huh. fine. And so I was thinking just as uh, I was dropping her off at her house, I was thinking, I think there's a massager in her future. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm always thinking about, and the one, one yeah. and I have shared, that's why we really should get some, uh, something from the company we have shared. I got it as a gift from, uh, from Don Turner, who is going to be, as a matter of fact, uh, teaching the memoir section of a um, uh, workshop for the Sea Island Writers Retreat in November, November 6th, November 2nd to the 6th, 2022. And you can go to the website, siwr2022.org. Um, dot dot org. Yes. 
exactly. Yeah. And so Don sent you one, and then you sent me one, and then you sent one to somebody else. And then I sent one to Shelby and then I sent one to somebody else. And, and this Absolutely. Just- you sent one to your daughter and she, she was like, she was like her new, new, newly wear hubby use it. We said, no, this is a sister thing. I'm sorry. You have to buy him his own. And we all named them too. Wanda's is mm-hmm. Angel and mine is uh, Molly Bale, who, uh, who, who's a little sister who used to be my, my massage therapist. Uh, so it's yeah. been, I gave one to my neighbor for her birthday and she sent me a picture after after I gave it to her and she sent me a picture of her in the same position that I had left her in about three hours before with the massager on her back. So it's it's, it's a good gift. It's a good gift. But one yeah. talking about yeah. talking about your uh you know talking about your birthday, uh did you do something for yourself? Well, I did. Um, I, I went to lunch with a friend on my birthday. I went mm-hmm. to lunch a couple of days. Be- I just kind of celebrated for a whole week, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mm-hmm. went to lunch with a, with a group of uh, Savannah Spellman College alumni uh, a couple mm-hmm. of days before my birthday. And then uh, the day after my birthday, I went to the spa and I got my nails and my pedicure. And I just sort of treated myself to just a relaxing week. And then the friend who I went to lunch with today. This is a different week, but she was, you know, as I said, she was recovering. And so today was the first day we had a chance to go celebrate my birthday. So I'm looking forward to more celebrations. If anybody wants to call me and celebrate with me, I'm still in the month of July. Hint, hint. Well, I don't, I don't want to say anything, but I still own Wanda a gift. The gift that I sent her was unavailable and I didn't get the email saying it was unavailable. So of course I'm asking her, you get anything from Amazon? get anything from me. Finally, I had that. She said, no, I haven't got one thing. So I still owe you a gift, Wanda. I do know that. It'll it'll be like a a birthday, end of summer, uh, celebrating fall, all that when when I I, uh, give it to you. So uh, Wanda Wanda had a good time though. And you you deserve to have a good time. She said it was a big birthday, but every one of my birthdays now are pretty big. That's true. That is true. So yeah. um, we have a we have a great show. Tina and I are going to be in discussion about a couple of things. Um, Tina, uh, you've been paying close attention to something important happening in the news. Yeah. Um, what's yeah. on What's on your mind? What's going on? Well, you know, I I've been thinking about uh, Brittany Griner. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the 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 uh, professional basketball player uh, who has been in uh, jailed in uh, in Russia uh, for 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 whatever she was jailed for. But of course, uh, I think there's a lot of political, uh, you know, of course, involved in it. But I really am just thinking about her as a woman by herself there in the jail cell. You know, I noticed her hair when she came to, you know, came out for, for, for jury. I mean, I just noticed all the things that you think about as a woman and then think about being, uh, you know, um, kept in another country. And, I, and I've seen some people writing about it recently. And I just wanted to say, you know, it, I, I agree, you know, if it were, uh, if it were, uh, I'm thinking one of the, you know, one of the basketball stars, one of the male basketball stars, you know, it was LeBron, you know, he would be, he would have been home a long time ago. That's what I feel. And so I'm just thinking that maybe black people, black women should sort of raise their voices for Britney. Uh, I, I don't, you know, there are many ways to do it, to write your congressperson, uh, congresswoman, a congressman about it, you know, and, and demand that something be done, you know, uh, write letters about it, write uh, op-ed page pieces about it. I mean, just sort of raise your voice, ask among your friends, you know, have you thought about Brittany Griner and, you know, mm-hmm. 
you know, do you think you can do something, you know, to amplify her name? I think that's what I'm, I'm saying, Wanda, is I think her name just needs to be amplified so that, that there is some support there. So the White House does know that we Black women have a, a Brittany Griner's back. So that, that's, that's okay. just something that I wanted to put out there. It's on my heart. And, uh, and I know that there's some people out listening to us, you know, who feel the same way. So, you know, you can always get in touch with us, uh, at our, you know, on our, um, on our website. But, you know, if you have any ideas or thoughts about that, you know, I'll, I'll be happy to uh, engage you in that. Yeah, on so. our social media. So, um, as you know, as our listeners know, this we record a few days ahead of time. And this being news, we are just hopeful that something changes before you hear this podcast episode but i do I hope agree it's with out there we can and i certainly hope exactly it's yeah, yeah yeah and then she's but she's, she's told right her wife and, uh, happy mm-hmm. and you know gets the hair done and is free that's the biggest thing that she's free yeah, yeah. right yeah yeah, yeah. okay no, yeah. well we'll all that's do that we'll all say a prayer and raise a voice say a prayer too thank you Wanda. absolutely say a prayer and raise a voice Tina and I often uh, see ourselves as a soft place to land for a lot of women going through something because, we, you know, we've had so many life experiences ourselves. That's the name of this podcast, Two Old Chicks Who Know A Lot Of Shit. So uh, people calling us all the time to ask for advice and wisdom and help to console them. And, you know, quite frankly, we hear from people several times a week who just call us or text us and say, can I have a phone call or a Zoom conference? With, and, and, and they reach out for our help. I did that last night with one of, my, one of my mentees. I spent about an hour to an hour and a half. And Tina, I think you spent a few hours with someone recently. So um, tell us. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, what Wanda said was, we are putting out these mother vibes because people are just coming to us for a soft place. And, and that, that thrills us, of course. That thrills us, of course. But uh, recently I had a r- reminder really of, uh, of, of how much and how many of us are grieving right now. This is a section of the show that we just, you know, we want to talk about. I recently... Um, yeah, I forgot, I forgot to say we really want to talk about, well, you just said it, about grieving and, and just... You know, getting through that grief. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll have to tell you. Uh, well, the the day that we're recording this, this happens to be my late husband's birthday, and so I, it's 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 very meaningful that we're doing this. We didn't plan it that way at all. It just mm-hmm. sort of you know happened because we've been getting phone calls. But I got a phone call from a little schoolgirl of of mine. Uh, actually, I reached out to her. You know, I think we are putting out those vibes because she just crossed my mind. You know how someone we haven't probably seen each other in five years but we you know we talk on you know, we talk on social media and all of that and I have a lot of little school girls but she's one of my special ones and uh I just reached out to her a few days ago and uh she, she couldn't talk and but she could call me back and uh, when we talked I realized that she and I had similar experiences that you know that we both had, had lost our loved ones our dear dear uh uh our booze our our hearts, our husbands, the love of our lives. And her, she lost hers about two years ago, the way that I lost uh, Janae, you know? And so we ended up talking like three hours and, and 13 minutes. I looked at the phone. I had to. Oh, my goodness. how long it was. 
But uh, you know, in those three, in those uh, those time, those hours that we talked, I realized how many of us truly are grieving. Lots of things we're grieving losses of all things, uh, Wanda. And so you know, mm-hmm. it's uh, I think it's a good show for us to have. You know, and that is the subject of grief. We're going to talk about yeah. grief from a personal standpoint, from what we read, what we know, and uh, you know, uh, that that's where it is. As I said, I lost Shanae. Uh, the, 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 my husband of 40 something years, um, two years ago in February of, um, 2000, I'm sorry, it was the end of January, January, January. of 2020. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. have also, uh, and, uh, you know, yeah. And I lost my mother in 1997 and, and, and I, I know my grief as real as it was, it was different from yours because yours was a spouse and, and, you mm-hmm. know, all grief, we all grieve in different ways. So I handle mine, you know, quietly. And alone, um, I guess because I was busy, I was settling her estate. I was uh, raising a daughter who was 13 at the time. She, my, my mother passed away. Working full time as an you, editor, you I was traveling. Your mother, as a matter of fact. Your daughter oh, yeah, they were like close. best friends. My daughter and my mother were best friends. They, my daughter had spent all her summers since she was about three or four years old in Savannah with, with her grandmother. And so they were very, very close. But someone in, uh, I believe it was Hospice Savannah, they sent me because my mother was cared for the last two or three weeks of her life by hospice. And they sent me a cup, two or three books. And one of them was The Five Stages of Grief. I didn't know there were five stages just because I really had not lost someone that close to me before. So I wanted to just start this conversation because you're not going to talk about some tips that you have for, for grieving, but the, the five stages for those who, and a lot of people know this already. The first one is denial. You know, I just don't want to believe that she's gone or he's gone. The second one is excuse anger. Me, Wanda, just, went, Wanda, excuse me, Wanda, I went through every single did one. You? And as I went through them, because I knew about them, mm-hmm. I would say, oh gosh, now I'm denying. You know, yeah, so it, it, yeah, it's a, yeah. these are these are real things. I mean, these are really stages yeah. that people have you know have studied, right? Um, and, and nobody escapes them. Nobody escapes exactly, them, exactly. So, so first is denial. That's okay. So denial, you know, I can't believe she's gone. I can't believe he's gone. The second is anger. How dare she leave me? How dare she leave me with this child to raise? And I'm not quite, for me, you know, I'm not quite ready to, I forgot I have my earphones around my neck. Uh, (laughs) uh, I'm not quite ready to do this by myself. Just anger, you know, how dare she leave me to settle her estate? Why did you leave me? That's the big, why did you leave me? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And then I'm not sure I, I get the third one, bargaining, because I'm not yeah, sure I you know, understand that's when you that start one. bargaining with God, you know, like if you bring it back, oh. I swear I'll be good. You know, if you uh-huh. know if I do this, that's the bargaining part. You know? Even though you know that's not going to be possible. Even though you know, that's but that's that's the stage you find yourself talking mm-hmm. to, to whatever yeah. power you believe in, and say, okay, mm-hmm. now this if I do this you'll do this. And uh, again, mm-hmm. you have to move on to the next stage. Yeah. Then there's depression, which I, I know I went through a little bit, you know, just yeah. feeling sad all the time. Don't want to talk to anybody. Don't want to go anywhere. I had to go to work because I was working, but just, you know, feeling kind of down and lethargic and not, not oh, wanting and, you to know, engage. You know, not just, not just lethargic and down, but serious clinical depression, you know, yeah, depression yeah. that needs to be treated. Depression that, you know, that uh, as, as people say, oh, get out, get out and enjoy yourself, get out in the fresh air, you know, and all of that. But, you know, sometimes, it, you know, sometimes you need to talk to somebody. And, and that's the mm-hmm. other thing we want to encourage you to do, yeah, you know, reach yeah. out if there, you know, if there's, uh, you know, uh, somebody, 
so, so, so you're going to talk about that in a you're going to talk about that in a minute. Okay. I want to do the fifth one, and that's acceptance. Finally, accept. You know, okay, I've been through all this denial and anger, anger and bargaining and depression. Now I have to accept this is my lot in life. For me, I had to accept. Okay, I'm going to turn fifty soon. My mom's not going to be here, but I'm just going to accept that. You know, it's God's will that she's gone. So then there was. I did not know this until we started thinking about how we were going to talk about this. There's mm-hmm. this sixth. There's a book uh, on the sixth stage of grief. It's called Finding Meaning, which you certainly did at some point, a few months after um, Janae passed away. The book is by David Kessler. I don't know anything about David Kessler other than the fact that he. He sort of wrote this book and, and it was published in September 2020, which it was a big year for us. So it's mm-hmm. interesting that it came out there. And so um, we're going to talk about how hard yet necessary it, it is to grieve our losses, whether it's a family member or a close friend or a pet or a coworker. It could be a loss of anything, but specifically about losing people we know. So I wanted to sort of start with this, finding meaning, because isn't that what you what helped you through the early stages uh, of grief after you lost Shanae? Well, you know, it didn't help me through the early stages because when you're going through those early stages, that's all you're thinking about. Denial and, you know, bargaining and, you know, blood and anger and all those things. So each step sort of leads you to feel better. I mean, you're, 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 you're going through things, but when you recognize mm-hmm. them, and uh, uh, see what they are, and move on to the next one. You kind of say, "Okay, this this is this is a stage. I'm I'm going through this stage. I'm gonna it's gonna be better." I did tell myself that mm-hmm. at times when I said, uh, "You know, I told you that I couldn't go out and for a while and look at and and see a married couple or a man and woman together, mm-hmm. especially when they were older or old my age." And I would think, "You know, look at that old man. He's still alive. Where's Janae?" I mean, I would think that all the time, mm-hmm. and I knew in my head, you know, that was ridiculous but i would literally be and then i would be very angry if she wasn't talking to her i say look at it she's not even paying attention to it you know she doesn't even deserve a husband you know those are the things that you know that you're thinking uh but one of the things that that you're talking about is the meaningful i love the sixth stage of 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 grief grief because i didn't have meaning in in the first stages of, of my grief but when i started coming out of it a little bit you know and realizing the world you got to pay bills you got to you know do that kind of thing i started you know realizing that i didn't know the path forward you know Janae and i had been together so long that i didn't make decisions because of him of course but he was my partner and uh, mm-hmm. i made decisions you know with him about my path forward and he encouraged me more than anybody to write and to do new things and so i didn't have that and i I literally would look for look to see a road and it would just go nowhere. And I didn't know where I was going. And then I called you one day mm-hmm. and I said, oh, how you doing? I was, it was, I was kind of in the last stages of grief. I went through it very quickly, like months. I'm very grateful for that. Some people are just, you know, mired in grief and they just can't move on. And I moved on. Well, so I think, I but I think though, with that day you called me was the beginning of me helping to pull you out of it. Oh, well, well, absolutely. The the day that I called you was the day that I found the road ahead. I could see the road ahead. I knew what I was going to do because that's the day I asked you how you were doing. This was in June 2020. And you said, oh, I'm not doing so good. And we talked about what was going on. And the, 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 uh, the, the, the product of that is right behind you. And that's the, the book, Meeting at the Table, African-American Women Talk About Race, Culture, oh. Write About Race, Culture, 
you know, and community. And, and on yeah. June, June was, I think it was June 12th or June 13th, when we started thinking, well, what are we going to do about everything that's going on in the world? That's what you said. Well, what are we going to do? Right. And this is George up, Floyd and the coronavirus and all the stuff that was going on. Yeah. All yeah. the stuff. I had just lost Shanae. I mean, all of it. And, you know, other people were, were, were doing the same thing. Shanae didn't die of, of COVID. But, uh, you know, people were just beginning to really lose people in, in large numbers at that time. And so when uh, you said, you know, what will we do? And we just started thinking and we love uh, you and I love to do that. Just, you know, brainstorm and think we, we found that out now. We didn't know at the time. And, uh, you know, we came up with the book. And as soon as we did, you know, I had things to do. I was going to be the publisher. You know, I was going to co-editor of it. You know, I had to find a cover. I had to I mean, I had a purpose. I had a road forward, Awanda. And, you know, as I as I do, that I have not stopped since then. Right. I have not stopped yeah. finding a because purpose. Because one thing seems to have led to the other. We did the book, then we did the podcast, then we got on the virtually on the road talking about the book, and then we were still talking about my mm-hmm. memoir coming full circle. Sometimes we did some, we teamed up and did some shows on virtually together. And yes. and and we just never stopped. We never stopped. And now you we were doing the retreat. Which is going to be in November, so you're absolutely right. Yeah, one well, purpose Wanda, Wanda for another. Don't, one step. Don't forget, Wanda. Wanda did her first TEDx talk. So I mean, you know, we we are uh, we're we're two old chicks, but we we do we're not only we not only know a lot of shit, we're doing a lot of shit, and we hope that uh, it is you know uh, uh, powerful and meaningful in the things that we do, especially now as we get old. Wanda and I talk about that all the time about uh, not leaving a legacy so much. Yes. Did you still say first TEDx talk? I keep telling you, I did my TEDx talk. I'm done. <laughs> well, well, hey, I tell you what. Let's just see how this. Let's just see how this story plays out. Okay, that's that's just me, folks. We'll we will get back to you when Wanda does the second TED talk because you no know it, it's, it's. I see it, Wanda. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're gonna wear black and white again. I see you on the stage in, in a new black and white dress, a new black and white outfit. Oh Lord. Oh. Anyway, as you can see, Wanda, I started laughing. You know, we started, you know, I, I had, a, she was my person who was pulling me out of this. She was my person who called the next day. Okay, did you call? What's the name about this one? So, you know, Wanda is the person who keeps me on track. She's the one who allows me, you know, to go here and there and everywhere and say, okay, now let's bring it back down. If we're going to create something, we got to bring it out. We got to have a, a chart. We got we to gotta know what we're doing. So, you know, Wanda really pulled me out of that and, and it, uh, I, you know, I believe it's Janae, you know, I, I believe it, you know, it was all, all my mother spirits and all the people, you know, people said, you know, call, call Wanda, call Wanda. You know, I didn't hear them say that, but I thought they were saying, call Wanda, call Wanda. And you did, you pulled me out of it, helped me create something. And, you know, my partner and, uh, you know, I felt, uh, I I had been, you know, sort of your partner in your, your, uh, in the memoir, memoir yeah. came out. Yeah. yeah. And we were going to go on the road together. Oh gosh, we had plans. We were going to, we were going to have such a good time going all over the uh, Southeast. That was our, that mm-hmm. was our plan. And then COVID happened. Uh, but by that time, you know, we were shoot, you know, it was, it was, full we rolling. Pop, you know, we were on that's to right, the next thing right. and the next thing and the next thing. And one of the things, what can I say all the time is that we hope we're, models for other women we really want to be models for other women in their 70s and their 60s you know life is wonderful life goes on you know you have to make your life you have to fight to live 
all those things that your grandmama and your mama, my mama used to say that from one of her, you know, Nellie, you got to fight to live. That's one of her friends told her. And, and that's the truth. You have to fight to come back from, you know, from, right, from losing right. somebody. That's the other thing. You know, you can't, I was just saying, yeah, I know right, you're right. wounded and, and, and full of sorrow and all the rest, but you know, you can't give up. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, one of the things is, you know, re- not reach out to people, but when people reach out to you, let, you know, be open to them a little bit because you need somebody like I needed one. You know? So I was going to say from your experience, what are the top three or four tips you have for people yeah. on how to move start, forward during these stages of grief and get past it so you can yeah. enjoy your life some more? Wanda, the way your loved mm-hmm. one would have wanted you to. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Shanae wants me to go forward, go forward, and you know I'm I'm uh, blessed to know that. So my tips would be: the first one is everybody grieves differently. Mm-hmm. Let people grieve the way they want to. Don't be telling folks, "All right, you know it's been a while now. Come on, you're making me sad. You're always so sad." You know all those things that you say for yourself. Think about the grieving person. Think, put yourself in the person, and think about. You know, well, I, I would kind of like to be left alone. And somebody, you know, somebody else might want company around. They want family around. They want to see their grandchildren, their children, all that kind of thing. But look and give them, give the grieving person what she needs. I'm just going to use she and all of these. You know, uh, if she wants to be quiet, I want it to be quiet. Uh, I have to tell you a funny story. I, 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 I couldn't deal with people. That was my, my, my way, you know, of grieving. I need to be quiet. I need to be in the house where they live, all of that. I didn't want to be disturbed at all. And so uh, I put a sign on my, Wanda was, I think Wanda was a little, uh, <laughs> <gasps> I did that, but I put a sign on my door saying, I know y'all love me, but please, I, you know, I just want to be alone. And uh, I didn't want to believe it because I didn't, I didn't see the sign, but you told me about it. I said, Tina, did you really tell people to go away? <laughs> Basically, that's what you you were telling. Exactly, but that's that's what I need. And I would be I would lie in my bedroom sometimes. It was on the front of the house, and I would hear one of the neighborhood guys tell somebody who drove up to my house, "Oh no, she don't want to be bothered." Uh, that the sign on the door. And of course, people would walk, they would walk up to the door, and then when they would walk back to their car, the guy I heard the guy said, "See, I told you she didn't want to be be bothered." <laughs> and so I told Wanda about this, and we were talking one day, and I said, "Hey, what happened to all those cakes and pies and hams, people and Coca Cola cases of Coca Cola? People supposed to be bringing to you know the house of the of the deceased?" And Wanda said, "Tina, you can't have it both ways. You can't okay. put a sign on your door saying stay away and expect to have." Hams and pies and <laughs> you sure did. You did. You it was so even in my even in my grief, I had to laugh. <laughs> I had to laugh. It was so funny. It's yeah. true. So you know, when you when you decide if you're grieving and you decide, you know, that's the way you want it. Let people know, you know. But you're yeah. able to. So what about what about what about people who want to talk? You know, uh, that's what I was going to, talk, to say. You, you some that? people. Some people even change their minds. You know, two months, three months in, they might you know, you know, just want to tell the story. That was what happened with my little school girl who, you know, who called me recently. Three hours and 13 minutes, and she had to talk. She told the stories over and over. Because you have to. You have to get that out. And she knew that she had found a safe place for me. So the first thing is to respect the person who's grieving. Give them what they want. Ask them, you want to be alone? You want yeah. me to come over? You know, do things for them. If you love them, do things for them. That casserole is a good idea. I mean, truly, you know, if you don't have to think about it, if you have family, it's like, 
and you don't have to think about dinner for one night and you can go in your room and require you while the fact, you know, doing those kinds of thoughtful things, you know, picking up the kids from school or, you know, taking the kids for a weekend so they can, you know, think about the person and what you can do for them. That's, that's the first thing. You know, the second thing is just like you said, at some point it's time to come on out at some point. It's kind of be pulled out. And your loved ones kind of know the best thing. Your best friend probably knows better than your family because your family wants you to come on, come on. You know, your family wants you to be who they want you to be. That's just family. Mm-hmm. But your friends will, you know, have some distance and they can, you know, they can give you, kind of give you what you want. Also, you know, if you are grieving, you know, uh, you know, take some steps to feel better. Think about that. You know, what steps are you going to take to feel better? You know, uh, I felt better just calling you, but you had been in real close contact with me, you know, before mm-hmm. Janae passed. And you you were you and your husband, you were my brother, Junior, uh, you know, have, have continued to be my family and continue to, you know, care about me, you know, and, and those kinds of things. You know, I've had folks in the neighborhood knock on the door and say, I know you need some help in there. You want me to do something back there in the yard? You know, and that's a kind, kind thing to do. Um as I said, if it goes on too long, you know your friend, you know, you know your family, you know, try to get them to come out. So there's something they enjoy. If they enjoy church, you know, you know, say, I come out, come by and pick you up for church service if you want to go to church service mm-hmm. on Sunday. You know, those, are, you know, I, I'm like you, I'm not going to any malls, but you know, if you want to, you want to go out somewhere, you know, and have a cup of coffee. I, I, well, I have to explain this. I tweeted yesterday I, I, after this awful situation where there was another shooting in a mall and I tweeted and just said, I'm done with malls. I'm just done. So that's, that's the right. reference that Tina's making. Yeah. yeah but yeah. you know, we, you know, we can't be done with everything, but you know, so, but, but just to take somebody out, just to get, you know, what you were talking about earlier about being in the house because it's so hot. Do you know what I realized uh, this week? I have what? not been going out in my garden and I miss fresh air. I literally, you know, was a little uh, logy. You know how you're a little behind, like one beat behind everybody else. I kind of felt that way. And I realized I hadn't had, you know, as much as I get out, Wanda, I hadn't had enough fresh air. You know, so that's the other thing. You know, get get people out in the, in the sun. Let them be in the sun. You know, even a walk in the park or go sit by a duck pond or, you know, oh, there are all kinds of ways to get people out without putting pressure on them. Right. Yeah. I have a name. She's in her 90s and she has round the clock care caregivers who come and, you know, these are nurses who come and stay with her. And I know the neighbor you're gives me about. Such, yeah, it gives me such pleasure every now and then. And I saw her yesterday, but they just get a couple of lawn chairs and come out in the front yard and just sit. And she just sits oh, there and soaks up the sun and talks to the people as we're walking our dogs, and, you know, just saying, hey, how you doing? She lost her husband a few years ago as well. And right. and I don't think she's out there for grieving, but I, I hear what you're saying about being outside. It is a good thing to get yeah, outside. Just, just being outside. Yeah. It really does help. You know, the, the other thing I, I would, I do have another caveat. And that is this, you know, this is, I'm going to be honest. This is not the time to proselytize. You know, mm-hmm. this is not the time to say, oh, well, if he had if he had found Christ or if he had gone to this religion or if he had stopped drinking or if he had stopped. It's over. It's over. This is it's done. I mean, you yeah. can't get no doneer than dead. OK. And so it's done. Leave the leave the person who's grieving and leave the person who's dead alone. If they want to find their own God, let them find their God. Let them find their faith. Let them rely on things. If you have a prayer for somebody, you know, I would give it to them. I would say, you know, I have a little prayer for you. You want to pray with me? 
You know, that's another wonderful thing. You know, if you're a person of faith of any kind, you know, call somebody mm-hmm. in the middle of the day, you know, around lunchtime while you're working and just say, hey, I just thought about you. Want to say a little prayer with me? And, you know, that person, of course, wants to because she's grieving. And she loves the fact that you call to look out for. So the thing is to look out for people. You know, don't let them go too long in the grieving, but let them grieve the way they want to. Don't say, you know, this is this is impossible. But family, try not to say the inappropriate worst thing that you could possibly say to people when they're grieving. That's just family, huh? That's just family. Mm -hmm. But people, you know, keep people's hearts and, you know, in mind. That's what I would say. Keep people's hearts in mind. Their hearts have been broken. Yeah. My heart, my heart is still broken. Uh, but doing something, my heart's still broken, always will be, but, uh, doing what we've been doing and starting things and teaching, helping other people, people, why you help other people publish Wanda, you know, we publish people for the first time, got them, you know, got, Mm -hmm. got, got, mm, not for dailies, what is it? Uh, that they're proper, you know, getting there, they're proper so they can, you know, go into the world of writing. I've already, you know, I've already Mm -hmm. published something. So, I mean, we've done, you know, all kinds of things, um, uh, I am not a uh, uh, organized person, organization person, and you are. Like you mm-hmm. said in the earlier one, you know, your family were joining us. My family, you know, we're not. But uh, mm-hmm. I've seen so many wonderful and kind things done by, uh, I'll say Deltas, because that's what you are, but by all, you know, all the uh, all the, the, the Black women sororities. I mean, y'all all mm-hmm. have a, a mission of, of uh Service, service, and I've, yeah. I've seen kind, such kindnesses that you've done, not just to your sisters, but to you know, but to your friends. So you know, I guess that's what I would, I would really leave you with. You know, be kind to the person. If you're grieving, be kind to yourself. And if you're a friend of someone or a family member of someone who's grieving, you know, lead with your heart. Think about them. Think about how their heart is broken and what you can do to help. Well. Thank you. You know, this is, we have not had this conversation among ourselves until we started thinking about doing it here. And actually it was because you were telling me about your little schoolgirl, and you had this long conversation with her and you started going on and on and on about grief. And I was like, Tina, stop, stop talking right now. This is our next podcast (laughs) because we try not to over our podcast until we have, so we come with with the passion that we have for a subject. So I appreciate it because you and I have not really talked about your own grieving process, but it does my heart good to know that I was able to help you get through that and get past. Oh, you You're not a past mighty, that. You were a yeah. mighty part of that, good, sweetie. Good. I, I so appreciate that. I good. so appreciate it. Well, I want to end this conversation with um, a quote that I've heard many times before by someone that Tina and I both respect a whole lot. And that's Maya Angelou, the writer, the actress, the singer. She just did it all. But the one icon, of her quotes, yes. The icon, the cultural icon. And she said, I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did. But people will never forget how you made them feel. Before we end this podcast, Tina and I want to drop some wisdom as if our last discuss- discussion wasn't wisdom enough, Martina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? We could, we, yeah, yeah. We, we could just let, let that be the wisdom, let that sink in. But we got a lot yeah. to share. Yeah, well, I got a quick one to share. And it, it has nothing, well, it kind of does have to do with grieving. Um, my wisdom is sort of related because um, it has to do with buying cards. And, you know, we have seasons in our life where 
many, many years ago, our friends were getting married and we buy wedding cards and they were having babies and we buy baby cards. Oh, cards. They graduated. Cards. cards. Yes. Okay. Cards. Okay. Yes. Cards. Yeah. And then they would, the kids would graduate from high school and college and, and we were always spending money on cards. So the other, so now we're in this season where we are buying quite a few, at least I am, cards for people who are grieving because mm-hmm. we're in this season of our life. Uh, and because I am, am a member of these organizations that you mentioned, my church, my sorority, and a few other organizations. We de- we generally tend to support each other with cards. And so um, my daughter the other day was looking for a, a birthday card, I think it was. She was about to go to one of the big box um, drugstores and right. pay, you know, an exorbitant. I said, Shelby, go to the dollar store. They have Hallmark cards. I mean, they have um, mahogany, mahogany, the black mahogany line. At the dollar store, and it costs anywhere from 50 cents to a dollar a card. And so that's my wisdom today. You can get almost the same quality of card. The paper might be a little thinner, but the sentiment is there. I, I, have a, I haven't compared them, but the, the little poetry that you see in cards is generally the same thing you would see in the expensive cards. It costs $5.99, $6.99, $7.99 in the drugstore. You can get that at the dollar store. So that's my wisdom. Go to the dollar store and get those cards. What's your, <laughs> what's your wisdom? Well, you know, it, it's, it's what you say in the card usually. That's what people want to yeah. keep. And that's what exactly. people remember. They remember the sentiment yeah. and the fact that you, uh, you know, now there are some people who flip that card over to see, you know, how about you? What? you we pay? don't want them as friends. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, we don't even want to be sending them yeah. cards. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a good wisdom, Wanda. You know, mm-hmm. my, mine is a well, tell you the truth, I swear, after we've had a pretty intense week uh, with the, the, the Seattle Writers Retreat and, and traveling and all the rest. And so, I, you know, as I told you earlier, I don't even know if I have any wisdom left, but I'm just kidding because I'm a chick. I I'm know chick. you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an old chick and I got some wisdom. And that is, you know. I, and it, it's part of it comes out of this story of grief we've been talking about, this this subject of subject to grief. You know, now is the time, you know, you, you can grieve all you want, but your now is the time to act. Now is the time, you know, call your folks, forgive your sister, surprise your boo with a kiss and a hug and, and one of his spe- special treats, you mm-hmm. know, a candy bar. It could be anything just to let him or her know that you're thinking about it. appreciate your garbage collector. I mean, what would happen if we didn't have, you know, garbage was piled. We see that in New York when they have garbage mm-hmm. rights. What would happen? Mm-hmm. You know, consider the needs of the newlywed and the needs of a widowed. Consider both ends, the young and the old. And today, you know, be kind. Today is the time to be kind. Tomorrow is not promised to us. That's right. That is true. Okay, now, Tina, you just left yourself wide open for something. Remember oh when I came to visit you the first time after Janae passed, which was about a year ago, I guess. Mm-hmm. And the, there was a knock on the door and it was one of the garbage collectors. <laughs> and you told him to go away. <laughs> this exactly. man, wait, wait, oh, wait, Mom, I, I hope we have time for this because this is too good. The guy, he's knocked on the door and I thought, you know, what, you know, and they always have been very good about, you know, taking garbage, all that. But uh, he knocked on the door to ask me, what, did I need something? He wanted to cut I the need- grass, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, the because the, 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 the front of my yard is always looks like uh, Walden Pond in Doonesbury. But it's always grass growing. It's almost a pond out there, you know, forming. And that's what he asked. And then he said, you know, well, you might need some he said he has. He said here. he has a side business. He, I think he said a he has a side business. business. Absolutely. Yeah, Excuse me. Fun. He has a side business. Uh, well, he may. He may sure have he, a business. He had a car. <laughs> he gave me his car. But what he asked me was, you know, was I single? And I said, no. I, I said, not really. I said, I'm a widow. And I said, you're, you're, I said, besides that, you know, how old are you? And he said, 45. I said, I'm 70 something. He said, well, that ain't too much. I was like, oh, shit. Go, <laughs> I'm sorry. Go away. Go, go away. I, I kept the car because it's just funny because Wanda, every time I, I pick it up, I remind Wanda about this guy. I have not seen him. That's not true. I saw him a few times and I made sure that you the ran him off. Yeah. 45. <laughs> said, oh, that ain't too much. I said, oh, that too much a- for me, mister. Oh my goodness. That was so a funny, funny scene. I, I was just sitting on the sofa watching it all. <laughs> I said, I said, Tina, you gonna have him cut your grass? He said, Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> because he wanted to do more than cut my grass. I keep doing I keep doing air quotes, y'all, to around the uh, around that. That's so funny, Wanda. Yeah, be kind, but don't be too kind, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh, okay. Lord, Listen, no, we've had funny. in in, oh, in spite of minute, the, in, what? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no go ahead. I'm, I was just going to say it's good it. to laugh. I was saying it's good yeah, to laugh. That's it? what I was going to say. In spite of the conversation we just had about grief, it's good that we're ending this with laughter. And so I appreciate that. Absolutely. So I want to say Thank you for joining us for this episode of Two Old Chicks Who Know a Lot of Shit. If you're on social media, we want you to share your reactions with us if you if you can. And if you have ideas, we keep saying this to y'all. Y'all don't believe us, but if you have ideas, go ahead and share them because you never know, you know, or ideas for future guests or topics. Uh, you can let us know on Instagram or Twitter. Oh, yeah. You know, we're both writers and editors. We'll snatch up a good idea in a minute. So, you know, please give us some ideas. Uh, Also, remember that the collection of essays that we talked about early meeting at the table, African-American women write on race, culture and community is available for sale at DownSouthPress.com. Again, that's DownSouthPress.com. Uh, and until the next time, you know, be safe, be well, be gentle with yourself and with others and love and peace. Bye bye, everybody. Love, love.